And you know we got Joe Ingles right here. You know, <laughs> throw it on Joe. Let's How you go, doing, Joe. You know, I think Joe. I think I might be Joe's best friend on welcome the team. Back, he Joe. might not tell you all that, but you know. Royce would like to welcome me back to Utah. <laughs> I sure will. I couldn't wait for him to get back, but he wouldn't let me come over when he got here. Joe so. Ingles, fresh off the Boomers court. Surpri- surprised you made it here for media still day. Got my I, know. <laughs> I, I know. I could tell. Still haven't showered. <laughs> still a little Barely. bit. <laughs> hey, I, I do have a question. Like, so Howell Neto said that he was the guy that would have to proofread all of Rudy's tweets to make sure he didn't say anything too inflammatory. Who's going to take over that role now? Because no, Rudy hey. can get a little salty on Twitter. No. If he tweeted, he tweeted. I ain't watching. I'm having no part of that. Uh, He he recently (laughs) tweeted an elephant being shot, and that caused all kinds of – I retweeted it, and then I got the heat. He did did do that. Yeah, he did. You saw that one? Well, uh, barely. China doesn't uh, like social media too much. Well, Twitter wasn't hopping over there too much, huh? No. (laughs) Trying to stay out of uh, Chinese prison. (laughs) Well, that's that's probably a good thing. Hey, Royce, man, we appreciate it. Thanks Thanks, for coming by, man. I just bumped you off, Royce. Uh, No, they were giving us the wrap-up sign in. Anyway, Royce, Royce got it. things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Royce, that was the most awkward hug I think I've seen. It was right. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> hey, uh, how, so I, I want to know how much uh, how much talking. So you beat Team USA, and then Rudy ends up blocking Donovan on a on a on yet. a top ten dunk or a top ten uh, uh, swat. So, like, was there a lot of back and forth between the three of you guys during the whole FIBA thing? Um, probably not as much as what people think. Yeah. Because um, I assume there'd be a lot. When we played France the first time, I was talking a lot. Um, obviously, the second time we lost, so you can't really talk as much when you lose. It's yeah. not as, as fun. But, um, I mean, it was fun. It was fun to play against those guys. Obviously, um, for us too, I said this before, it's like when you beating Team USA, great, but we still didn't win the tournament like we thought we should have or could have. Um, so um, as great as it was and to have 55,000 people at uh, each game in, in Melbourne was, was unreal and, and history for Australia to have a crowd like that at a game um, was unbelievable, but obviously when you don't get the job done in the tournament that you're going to after that it, um, it puts a dampener on it. So uh, t- talk about coming into uh, now NBA camp off international duty as compared to coming into NBA cap- camp without international duty. A um, bit more jet lag today than normal because I got in on Saturday. So, um, but honestly, that's about it. I've played national team every year. It's been possible that I can play. Um, the last couple of years before this, we didn't have anything that we could that we could play in. Um, the qualifications were always during the year, so you, we, we missed out on it. But... Um, yeah, I guess you do. I don't know. Honestly, I guess the question you obviously get is the fatigue side of it. Um, if anything, I think it's pretty good preparation. Instead of playing zero games all summer, I've played 12 games. And um, obviously, yeah, you play 30-odd minutes a game and you, you're training and traveling and all that. But um, I guess what, what better way to prepare for a game than to, to play a game? So... Uh, I think if you're used to it and you've you've done it before, I think it can be really useful. Um, obviously, the flip side of that is not as much individual time. You, you're not in the gym as much by yourself with a, a coach just working on your own game. Um, you're trying to kind of fit it in, fit it in around team practice and against um, five and five when you're actually kind of competing. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I feel good. 
apart from the flight I just had. Yeah. <laughs> a little hungover. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. No, no, that's late. Hungover, oh. I don't think is the right word. No. I don't know. Maybe just, it is, but. Just flight. That seems a little personal. <laughs> hungover no, probably doesn't work. <laughs> uh, the new t- I mean, I don't want to say new team, but some new faces. Uh, how long does it take for a team to kind of gel together? Um. I don't think too long. I think when you bring in, which we've obviously got a pretty good record of, of bringing in yeah. intelligent players and, and great guys off the court, um, I think it makes it pretty easy. Um, I think being in the league each year, you stay in the league, you get to know so much about players anyway that now that I'm playing with Mike, for example, I, I feel like I know a little bit on how he wants to play and where he wants to, the ball. and. Um, I think same with me. He'll know what I like to do a little bit because you scout against each other. Yeah, you, our whole scouting port Memphis was him and Mark. That's all it was. So yeah, you do get to know um, guys the more you're in the league. But um, there's obviously a flip side to that of yeah, off court, on court, just just getting it better and better so that when we start the regular season in in a few weeks, we're we're raring to go. Joe, one thing in talking to Coach Snyder and talking to Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck, it feels like these roster additions have taken a lot off your plate and a lot of Donovan Mitchell's plate as far as, hey, you guys got to score. You got to shoot. Force the shot, you know. It feels like you've added some parts that will take a lot off your plate and make things, maybe shots more open and convenient for you. Yeah, and I think um, a part of that is has come from the, the bad luck we've had with some injuries as well. And I remember one point, that would, all three of our point guards were injured last year and me and Donovan had that responsibility on kind of on top of what we would normally try and do in a game and um, I think with the guys we've brought in we're obviously extremely deep and um, not that I didn't enjoy the role of having a having more on your plate because as, as a player you want to you want to help the team as much as you can but I think for the long run and for the playoffs and all that it definitely helps over the course of a season to have so many guys that can step up and make plays and on both ends of the floor um, than what we've had in the past. I think, for me, this is probably probably the deepest team I've had in, in the five years I've been here. You know, we talked to you a little bit at uh, Locker Room Cleanout, and you mentioned that Houston did some things to you defensively that, that a lot of teams had Bloody right. Oh, uh, wants a semi right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do you feel like he spent some time in the offseason trying to find and, ways and, to overcome that? And did that happen in international? Well, that's what I was about to say. So yeah. I did work on it in the summer anyway before we started with the national team. Um, I had Vince, uh, our assistant coach, come out to Australia and, and spend some, some really good time with me. Um, before I left, I had a, a nice meeting with Quinn about some th- just some certain ways that I could, could get to it um, and work on it. And then I wasn't sure at the Worlds if teams were going to do the same thing or not because yeah. it's like different coaches, yeah. European coaches. They, like are they really going to scout the NBA yeah, they, they, series against you? So they really care about me going left or right that much. Um, but they did. They, I, I got sent a fair bit right in, in a lot of those games, especially against the, the Frances and, and Spains where, where they've got a lot of NBA players. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. It was a good way for me to see it. Um, some of the stuff I'd practice in a game um, I feel really comfortable going right a lot more now than I did last year um, my shot off of it um, oh boy nobody cares about you don't they <laughs> nobody ever, do you guys even remember who this guy is <laughs> number we drafted one, him on. like number one I, a few years ago I, 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 I actually said down the list here. I actually said when I walked into my press conference they're going to be like man this guy's still on there <laughs> yeah. is, he, is he still here You've been, hey, you've been around with me the whole time, though. 
Yeah, I came in originally to be a babysitter. <laughs> they brought you to be a babysitter? Translator? This Translator? <laughs> Does that mean I can go? We, we, act, yeah. we act like best buds, but we're not. <laughs> I think you are. No, no we really don't like each other. <laughs> okay, I'm my, starting to get the my wife, really. my wife invites him to more places than what I invite him to. <laughs> it's so. like, oh, you invited Dante? What? Yeah, we go to the movies and Dante's sitting next to us eating popcorn. Oh, yeah. That was very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Hey, Joe, appreciate it, man. Go talk right, to David. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. There you go. Joe Ingles right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And